0: lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The
1: Steve Day Show.
2: And greetings. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show here live and on demand on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Steve Dace here with Todd and Aaron McIntyre, Blaze TV contributor Jill Savage will be joining us here momentarily for the Dace Group. Of course, you know the Friday drill by now. We will have the Dace Group momentarily. We will get to Feedback Friday a little bit later on. want to give a quick shout-out here at the beginning to my man, comedian uh, Tim Young, who supplied uh, his no swag for the show. There is some over there on my desk for you guys as well. Uh, Noah last night came home from football practice and saw the one of the no hats. He's like, ooh, I got to have one of those. I said, by all means. Then he turns and looks at me and, and says... What are we saying no to, by the way? (laughs) And I looked at him and I said, everything, absolutely everything. He's like, yeah, you're probably right. Yes. By the way, um, this is the first time that I have worn an XL shirt in 30 years, guys. I mean, I was in college the last time I fit into an XL. So. Congrats. We got 20 more pounds to go. You know, I told you, you know, earlier this year, the goal was to lose the final 50 pounds that I had to lose. And so we are at the 30 mark. We got 20 more to go. And I got to tell you, though, it's a race against the clock, guys. Because, you know, if you know me, it's eating season. This is the best time of year for food. I mean, it's it's a race against the clock for me right now. You know, how much more can I lose before we get full-fledged burr season going? And then we just come back in January and uh, try to do a little mop-up action to finish it off. Thoughts on that?
0: Well, you've been down this road, but I don't know once you get there it, what, what the ball game turns into. See, in that's terms the of thing it off. that I, there's, I, a,
2: there's a there's a lot of tension right now. Half of my brain is like, we're going to give you till about October 1st and then come on, man. All right. And the other half of my brain is like, it's only 20 more pounds. It's only 20 more pounds. Right. You know, so I won't make Jill uncomfortable by asking her ah. for her take because she's going to get relatively uncomfortable during the rest of probably a lot of this conversation. So let's get it going. I'm, with,
3: used, to it. I'm you're, used to it now, Steve. You're used
2: to it now? Yeah, we. Yeah. You're, you're, your dad's probably not. And so remind me that I owe him <laughs> 17 apologies, I would guess, uh, for cringy subject matter that his daughter is forced to uh, participate oh. in here on this program. But it's not my fault, it's in the news. It's in the news. I'm not trying to corrupt this kid. It's in the freaking news. There's nothing we're, I can do about gonna it.
3: We're just going to say no to everything, Steve. Yes.
2: No. No. Yeah, what are we saying no to? Literally yes. everything. Yes. Everything. Let's get to the day's group. Your weekly look at the week that was brought to you by our friends over at My Patriot Supply. Friends, do not pass up this sale. It may be your only chance right now to save 250 bucks. Normally it's 150. You can save 250 bucks right now on the 3-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They are charging less so they can help as many Americans as possible. Before let's go Brandon. Gets going yet again. They have millions of satisfied customers. You can join the ranks. Three square meals a day for you and everyone in your household. That includes snacks and drinks. So the full 2,000 plus calories allotted that you need per day. And you can have the peace of mind of knowing that, hey, if it goes down, we are covered. Now, with proper storage, this food lasts for well over 20 years. I don't know how that applies to your Blue State shithole that apparently can't keep an electrical grid on, or even Texas from from earlier this year that apparently forgot that it was sitting on a literal mineral deposit of petroleum and decided to go with wind turbines instead. All right? So I don't know. You know, they've not told me at My Patriot Supply whether... Proper storage works if you've got idiot corporatist rhino republicans running your state, or you are in a blue state turd hole. All right. But for everybody else that lives in a competent country, yes, this does stay good for well over 20 years with proper storage. Uh, don't wait, sale ends soon. It might not be repeated. They throw in free shipping as well. When you go to preparewithdace.com, that's preparewithdace.com. Let's get to it. Issue one. Bleep, Lord Nefarious
4: says. DONALD TRUMP AND THE MAGA REPUBLICANS REPRESENT AN EXTREMISM THAT THREATENS THE VERY FOUNDATIONS OF OUR REPUBLIC. MORE AND MORE TALK ABOUT VIOLENCE AS AN ACCEPTABLE POLITICAL TOOL IN THIS COUNTRY. IT'S NOT. IT CAN NEVER BE AN ACCEPTABLE TOOL.
1: Less than one day after police asked for the public's help in identifying a suspect in the stabbing death of Las Vegas Review Journal investigative reporter Jeff Gearman, police executed a search warrant on Wednesday at the Las Vegas home of Clark County Public Administrator Robert Tellis, resulting later in his arrest.
4: MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free
1: election. You tweeted in 2016, oh, I knew Trump was stole an election.
0: You I tweeted, was waiting, Peter, when you were going to ask me that question.
1: Well, <laughs> here we go. You tweeted Trump stole an election. You tweeted Brian Kemp stole an election. If denying election results yeah. is extreme now, yeah. Why so like? let's let's be really clear. That that comparison that you made is just ridiculous. agree,
4: Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. I really believe this is why God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. We beat Farmer this year. We beat Farmer this year and it mattered. We're going to change people's lives.
1: Masking remains an act of solidarity and respect for vulnerable people. That includes people with disabilities, with chronic conditions like asthma, as well as for hard hit communities like native and black communities, especially
4: Hispanic communities that have been hit especially hard by this virus. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy. No right to contraception. No right to marry who you love. Signaling to
1: people um, who are in the gay, bisexual, other men who have sex with men communities and also transgender people who have sex with men that it's really important to have awareness that it's circulating in the community is really a critical part of the messaging while not generating, um, you know, inordinate concern and really focusing on the infection as linked to an identity. So it's just an infection. It's not linked to an identity.
2: Uh, this didn't make Aaron's montage because it happened like 10 minutes ago. Bill O'Reilly is lamenting the loss of rational thought in the culture, guys. <laughs> Bill, hey, fire those effing cops that don't want to be poisoned uh, with the uh, big pharma jab and be their test tubes. And wear your useless Chinese face diaper, O'Reilly, is lamenting the loss of of rational thought in America. Anybody? Bueller? Is this on? What's the frequency, Kenneth? Stop the hammering. Let's do it live. Anything? No? All right, we'll move on. Uh, Jill, uh, as uh, both the lady and the guest, you get to go first. What was the runniest turd you were just exposed to here this week?
0: Each
3: week, I think that Aaron's montage is, we're we're just gonna get something nice and, and fun to talk about. But at the end of an empire, you don't get anything nice and fun to talk about. This is what we have to deal with every time week two of college football season last year. So we are we are one day and one year away from Joe Biden coming out and saying that if you have over 100 employees, you are forced to take the jab to keep your job. And now you fast forward to a week ago where he gives that speech about mega Republicans being a threat to democracy. And you see Corrine Jean Pierre standing up there saying, Oh, the stolen election, how dare you even come at us and, and try and make this justification? When she didn't she knew it was coming. She told she told Peter Ducey, Oh, I I knew you were gonna say that. She still has no good answer, and I think the cringiest thing, to answer your question, though, Steve, was the the, God gave us two arms, one for the flu jab and one for the COVID jab. Like, they have no self-awareness left. They they are just going to go full on, you are, you are going to be made to care about this jab, and, and it shows up again and again and again, and they, they don't care if you believe them or not. They're just gonna go on TV and keep spewing this vial, even though we get report after report after report now, showing that they're ineffective and that they actually cause more harm than good.
2: Because it's a cult. Todd. And your thoughts on Bill O'Reilly's lamenting of the loss of rational thought? No? Alright, then you may uh, go to something even or at least equally insane and that's Aaron's montage.
0: Well, Jill covered all the bases on the Vax front there. But I'd be remiss if I didn't say once again, I told you the magical power of vaccines is one hell of a drug and you think the last two and a half years are rough you ain't seen nothing yet i mean you're all going to be walking around i remember
2: when you said after 2016 that 2017 would be worse and every year has been worse and i i should fire you just because i don't want to hear that again every year there's
0: no consequences not in aaron's montage is Fauci saying we don't have time? <laughs> we don't have time to do hu- any more human trials <laughs> oh for the boosters. Okay, like th- it's supposed to be getting wh- better? Basically, right? basically, and Pfizer is saying v-
1: and on the cutting room floor. Fi- 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 DC Fis- officials lamenting that they are now a border town. Yes,
2: yes, yeah. Pfizer F- is isn't Pfizer basically saying, listen, some of you are still alive, so we've got to get this fourth booster out right away. Is that basically what they're
0: saying at this point? Some of you have still survived. You have managed to survive. Quick, get this booster out. Stat. Well, what they're actually saying is things are really, really bad two and a half years ago. But we did it the right way. We had the human trials. We got the vaccine that got us to this point. And now things are still so bad that we can't have human trials. You're, you're, these are madmen. These are madmen. There's Bond villains everywhere you look, including from a federal post to fight monkeypox with the guy who's wearing leather pentagrams. I don't to point Steve says if you would have presented us with this montage 5 years ago, 3 like, 4 years yeah, ago. Yeah, what In fact, let's just go pre-COVID.
2: Yeah. Let's just say, let's just say 2019 post Labor Day 2019 Aaron plays this montage. What is our reaction? I mean, we are literally—we're either burning heaters, just doing lines of coke, like right here, to self-medicate, or we're self-cutting. I mean, I mean, what's our reaction if we had just—if he had played this for us three years ago?
0: Well, here's my reaction: No one on the right, whatever the hell that is, who doesn't understand that the dystopia isn't coming—it's here, mm-hmm. right? here and now all those movies blade runner all that now if you don't understand that you're not serious and you deserve whatever happens to you
1: Karen. Along those lines, I, the, the moment that I knew COVID, Stan, was demonic and not just merely, as to be bad enough, not just merely people in, in a lot of fear and making decisions on the fly, was when I saw an op-ed, I believe it was with a Gannett-affiliated newspaper, an earnest op-ed that was titled something along the lines of uh, COVID: how uh, COVID is impacting the trans community and what you can do to help that's the moment I knew this is just this is a spiritual warfare along the lines of what you're saying. And it's just gone downhill off the rails uh, ever since. And, and I think, again, you would have thought you would have thought we would have run out of these crazy madmen, human butchered doctors by now. Every single week, we're getting one or two or three all over the country. This is in Florida. The Yeet the Teets gal, she's in Florida. You would have thought, you would have thought if this was just some sort of fringe minority, uh, weird meatball surgery, that we would have run out of those doctors by now. Every single week, we're meeting one or two or three new Mm -hmm. facilities, new human butchers who are gladly with a smile on their face permanently mutilating people. The dystopia as Todd said is here and that's the worst of the week for me.
2: I mean, just to just to further your point. Okay. I mean, Ron Ron DeSantis won in Florida by .4 in 2018. I mean, he's going to win by something probably approaching double digits and maybe surpass it this year. But but here's what that will still mean. It will still mean that there's going to be well over two and a half million people. Yeah, that's maybe a little high. Well over two million people in the state of Florida are going to have lived through a unique oasis of freedom while the rest of the country, much now we didn't in Iowa, our governor was really good too, but I mean, there's only two states that didn't have a stay-at-home order, I believe, and we are one of them much of the rest of the country had their freedoms taken away to some degree for at least a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so imagine how far gone you have to be in your cult that you lived through an oasis of freedom during an extraordinary time. And you're going to be one of two plus million people that this November are going to go vote against that. think about that. I mean we've looked at this from the from uh, from a lot from why are you a red stater? Why are you living and wasting your citizenship in California and New York and Illinois and places like that, right? We've had that conversation a ton. Okay, let's flip the script though. Cuz the opposite or the other side of the argument applies here too, right? Let's flip the script. How much into your own cult do you have to be that you are living in the oasis and bastion of freedom and liberty that Ron DeSantis has and his administration has produced for you with with ruthless levels of federalism. And in your response to that, you are going to go and vote against that in November. You are a cancer. You are a cancer. You are. You're a human tumor. That is what you are. And, and but he, you have to understand, our people won't move because of complacency. Their people stay because of conviction. You have to understand this about Marxism, which is what this is ideologically, but Marxism is a doctrine of demons. That's why I don't use that term very often and just go right to the demonic. Marxism at its heart is nihilistic. It's the state is supreme. The state is God. It's Luciferian, straight up Luciferian. Their desire, it's it. the agate prop. You know my daughter my oldest daughter was tweeting out what in the hell happened to high school musical we've got homosexuality and everything else that's i was just watching this 10 years ago as a little girl agate prop which is how marxists uh, promulgate their message and destabilize your culture by just having it systemically infest and stain everything um they they don't stay there because they're complacent we might stay in their blue chit holes because we're complacent. They stay in our red bastions of freedom and liberty because they hate it. They want to change it. Exit question. On a scale of one to ten, with one being the odds, we won't be subjected to at least one more race hoax this year. Apparently the BYU story now is a complete and total Jesse Smollett Both the police and BYU have finished their investigation. They apologized to the guy that got thrown out of the game. could find no evidence anywhere whatsoever that this Duke volleyball player received any form of a racial slur at all. None. So with one being the odds that we will not be subjected to at least one more race hoax this year, and 10 being the odds that Lindsey Graham is racing home to watch Adebisi scenes on Oz. Rate right this week's level of total depravity here. Let's go to you, Todd. first. What do you got? Ten. 10. Jill? 10. Aaron? 10. Jill, please tell me. You don't even know who Ada B.C. and Oz are. I was. Okay. I
1: have no idea.
2: Sorry. You have good parents. All right, you, have, <laughs> you, you have good parents that you don't know what that is. You know what it is, though, don't you? No. I'm terrible. Let's get to issue two. You guys should have seen what I originally had in there, there were like Mandingo references, and I thought I should, probably shouldn't do that. Issue two, you know, I liked Biden's speech better in the original German.
1: A decrepit elderly husk of a man with no soul stood upon a hollowed ground of America and delivered a speech he called the battle for the soul of a nation.
4: Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. More and more talk about violence as an acceptable political tool in this country. It's not. It can never be an acceptable tool. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. Mm -hmm. Mm MAGA Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. First question,
0: Todd. No hyperbole.
2: Is this the worst speech ever given in the history of the American presidency?
0: Yes. I I can't even... I tried. I wasn't going to try too long because I'm not going to give it uh, that much time. But if there was one that's worse, we'd we'd know about it. It it, it would be the one we point to as the cautionary tale. This is uh, an American tragedy to your point steve about uh, earlier in the week about punchlines about california versus just taking it deadly serious on everything i he's he's old he's senile he's stupid he's all those things i there's we, there's no time there's no time i've got a daughter who's a freshman in college another one who just a couple of days ago uh, as a senior committed, i I, I don't have a fifty fifty flip of a coin sense of security that they will be able to graduate from college because of the chaos. The, nothing we got to stop this. we We must punish this level of decadence at the highest levels of power we we, there's no alternative there is just no alternative i i've I've said it multiple times before in this industry finding new ways to say the painfully true thing that finally moves you off the couch moves us off the couch i this was grotesque the fact that this is one of the most impeachable things that has ever happened this presidency in total but there's no consequences because we make them up it's always under the greedy's opposite they're all on donald trump's side he's the scapegoat of this disgusting pagan religion that's being forced down our throat we must put all of our fake sins onto him something's got to change and
2: fast that's another sign of marxism this is orwellian what is it am i thinking goldstein right this is a, this is snowball in animal farm all right when when your policy failures become obvious when your misunderstanding of human nature, uh, the hardening of your heart, the fact that you've been given over to your own depraved minds, Romans 1 style, and therefore it's not that your, your schemes cannot or won't succeed, meaning if you got better people, if you did them better, they might, they cannot, they violate reality. It's impossible for them to succeed. And so instead, when you come to that fork in the road, mm-hmm. you take it uh, and you decide that it cannot be that I have misread history. It cannot be that my worldview is, is fundamentally flawed. It must therefore be because of so-and-so so scapegoat. And as it was once said in another era, better for one man to die than our entire compromised paradigm to perish. Right?
0: hmm
2: Aaron.
1: It is the worst speech in American history. I, I think bar none. Because here's what this is setting up. When you, when you look at the sequence of events here, this is what's setting up. They raid Mar-a-Lago. So the January 6th commission, I think, is DOA at this point. Here's what they are, they are doing, though. They raided Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago. He publicly, in front of the building where this entire experiment began, He publicly declares that Donald Trump and his and 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 his followers and his supporters are extremists and a threat. What happens next is likely perp walking Donald Trump. And then whether it's Mm -hmm. real or false flagged, there will be some sort of skirmish. And that's when the round them up can begin. Mm hmm. You always go we're from arrest the man to the round them up. We're phase. that yep. we're that close. Yep. OK, you can see the sequence of events that's happening here. He's openly declaring war on over half the country. This isn't just merely uh, we're going to use F-15s on you. That's bad enough. This is. Yeah, you really are a threat. Of course, the guy saying this the very next morning had no clue that he even gave a speech the night before because he was asked, "Hey, do you actually think people are you know, Donald Trump th- supporters are a threat?" Oh, I don't think anybody is a threat. He had no idea he gave a speech. These are just his handlers talking. I I think that makes it even worse. Case in point to what we
2: were just talking about. This this data point just came out in the last 2 minutes, Jill. U.S. household net worth in the second quarter of this year. Are you ready for this? I just saw this. This is, I don't even, I I can't even like process this, okay? U.S. household net worth in America fell over $6 trillion in the second quarter of this year. $6 trillion of net household income and worth, I'm sorry, net household worth was lost in the United States this year. In the second quarter alone,
0: $6 trillion. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Yeah,
2: this is is what I mean. You come to the... This is what I was literally... I literally, before I even heard saw this stat. This is the fulfillment of what I just said to you. You come to the cliff where you have to... You have a choice to make. You misread history. You misunderstand human nature. The world does not operate the way that you project it to or want it to or believe that it does. You have an option here. You can choose reality, or
0: the modern Republicans, Goldstein, Snowball. If we just didn't have Snowball,
2: they made their choice. So, as Aaron said, the die is cast. Jill.
3: You ain't seen nothing yet in terms of financial destruction. They're just getting started. To answer the question, is it the worst speech in history? Yes. To piggyback off of what Aaron was saying, January Sixers are in prison right now. This speech, you're a threat to the foundation of our republic if you're a MAGA Republican. They don't care if if you and I or any of us here actually consider ourselves MAGA Republicans. We are all noted under that umbrella, whether we want to be or not. But now they don't need an event to throw people in jail. That's what this is signaling. This goes back to the Glenn Beck days on Fox News, top down, bottom up, inside out. They will surround you every way possible. We know that the DAs across the country will let all these criminals back out onto the streets. That's what we have started to see now. And it's going to be moving from, oh, we need these events. We need some reason to put you in jail. No, we just took that away now you are a threat to the democracy we've seen the doj already go out and label us as domestic terrorists yep biden now coming out saying that himself
2: and you can see the enemy and i'm talking the enemy move in the chessboard here okay um well we have purge the military of critical thinkers and true
0: patriots all right and did you see the video of that mayor in illinois talking about the new laws that they're proposing turning it's going to turn it that state into the purge yeah and, and so and
2: so now we, now we know which soldiers, when we order them to fire on their neighbors, will do it or not. We, 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 have, we have narrowed it down. And then we let the criminals out, overrun the cities and the states. And so when we declare martial law, when the troops come in, when the guard comes in, it's not against you. It's not political. We had to do it to clean up the streets. Just You get roped in just the same. You know what? I don't even have the heart for my exit question here. I don't want to desecrate the tremendous song catalog of Led Zeppelin by even linking them with this abomination. So we will just move on. More of the Dace Group here in a moment. It is almost fall. We're at the tail end of summer. That means we are also in the midst now of football season. That's peak tailgate season and if you want to get in on one of uh, the best there is when it comes to making coolers and lifetime warranty and they can customize it to just about anything you want provided it isn't to put them in any kind of copyright infringement or it's not you know like Lindsey Graham levels of perverse um, you want to go with our friends who produce these premium all American made coolers they've got the same value system they do that you do as well and they make a hell of a product when you go to taigacoolers.com and use the promo code Steve, T-A-I-G-A. I haven't even asked. Maybe I should have asked this before I went on there. you guys taking the cooler with you when you take these roadies?
0: Yeah. That, did you take it the last Labor Day? Did you guys take it with you? We did not take it this time. Just had no room in the car and no need for it that particular one. But yeah, it's been used. Did you bring out the one that,
2: uh, I don't think we can say out loud what it is, but did you bring in the one that they uh, customized special oh, yeah. for you? yeah for your family solid but that was people thought that was probably pretty dope didn't they yeah they, they liked they, that didn't they they did they're really nice i mean these these are really good coolers so if you want to take advantage of their 10 percent discount um use the promo code steve at checkout when you go to tigacoolers.com t-a-i-g-a that's how they spell it at tigacoolers.com promo code steve for 10 percent off let's return to our weekly look at the week that was as we welcome back in blaze tv contributor jill savage let's get to issue three the smoking jab evidence
1: this story out of wasion ohio made the rounds this week
2: it
4: started on august
2: 1st um his dad took him to the emergency room he was having severe pain in his back and legs
1: i was a bit confused i didn't know really what was happening and he just told me that he was just wasn't feeling good. The night before wasyon's first team practice, junior Caden Clymer unexpectedly had to be taken to Toledo Children's Hospital. His calves were actually swelled up four inches larger in circumference
2: than they are now, so he was very uncomfortable.
0: I just wanted to go home, honestly. I, I, I didn't really care what they did to me. I just wanted to go home.
2: Full of pain and uncertainty, Climber received word that he had blood clots in his legs. Six feet of
1: blood clots were removed, and because of the blood thinners he now has to take, His football career, over. We also now know that Sam Hartman, the outstanding football quarterback for Wake Forest, who was sidelined last month with an undisclosed medical condition unrelated to football, actually had blood clots. And then there's this. A new study authored by professors and researchers ranging from Harvard to Oxford to Johns Hopkins and the University of Edinburgh has found the COVID jabs are up to 100 times more likely to cause serious injury to a young adult than it is to prevent the disease. Yet again, we could be seeing a sea change on the jabs.
2: Todd, I'll start with you. Are we starting to see the death knell to the death shot?
0: I wish I could be that optimistic, uh, but I don't. I, I don't think so. And it's because of what you just said about how this works. You you come up to the edge, and you either accept reality and your misreading of things, or decide to dial things up to 11 uh and make your pride an even bigger idol than ever before i just got done talking about the magical power of uh vaccines uh they they, they're gonna yeah yeah, this might be manipulated in the near term for particular political ends we're already seeing uh movements like that but uh longer term Again, I, I, I li- when I listen to uh, uh, the radio when I'm coming and going in, and it's usually some uh, sports talk just to take my mind uh, off of things, but they're, 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 nobody knows this out there. It, it's amazing. The, 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 it is still magical to people. They have no sense of the damage that has been done. God knows you're doing everything you can in your power to try to change that, Steve, in the near term as well. But there's all kinds of people who would gladly take it again and again and again.
2: At the very least, though, you have to admit that this has put a considerable dent into what you describe as the magical power of vaccines. There are conversations taking place. When you look at the low rate of uh, boosters that people are putting into their young children, um, the low the low rate of fourth jab boosters that are happening all over the country anyway, right. the the only two percent of Americans injected this into their toddler aged children. And that was well before a lot of these studies that are now, you know, pointing everything out came out at the very least, the credibility here has been dented. Can I give you another biblical analogy? This is what I fear is happening here. This is like, the seven plagues of, on Egypt. All right, so, so God brings plagues against Egypt. And if you know the, the history of, and the context here of the Egyptian pantheon, each of these is some form of judgment, or I think each of them are some form of judgment against some form of false or demonic or pagan ritualistic worship that was institutionalized within Egyptian culture or their heritage, things they put all their faith in instead of the one true God. And the way that it's depicted in the Cecil B. DeMille film, we get to the end when the angel of death appears. And Moses basically is like pleading with his former, um, uh, you know, I guess we'd call him adopted half-brother, Ramses. Stop. Stop. Right? Mm -hmm. And then he finally relents when he has his own dead son in his arms. But then when the Israelites begin to leave, what does he do? Sends out the chariots. Mm -hmm. Okay? and all he accomplished was getting even more of his own people killed what has happened here is i believe within our america the over the veil has been torn the 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 overton window has been shattered and now in their america there my fear is because and it's and it's my fear because jesus died for them too and such as one you know uh, therefore by the grace of god would I have succumbed and fallen into such of a cult myself, right? My fear is they will just de facto succeed in poisoning themselves and killing themselves. Similar to Pharaoh just can't let it go. So I'll just, you know, mount up my best troops and we'll just perish in the flood with the parting of the Red Sea. Do you see, you get the analogy that I'm making there. But I think, within I, our, I think within our side of this culture war, most of our people have figured this out and are never getting another one of these obje- injections ever again. I don't have ever that much again. faith
0: in our people. I don't. Okay. I could please be right, Steve, but I don't have that faith.
2: Jill, what say you?
3: Uh, well, when you see cardiologists coming out and saying, oh, these 20-somethings have a lot of these cases of heart arrhythmias going up, uh, it must be caused by herbal supplements.
2: Or, yeah. you're no, sleep- I mean, or you're sleep, or you sleeping wrong, yeah. or climate change. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I mean, our our I, people aren't going to believe this. Okay, no. I, their people are, and that's their people who are, are going our to. people? Bu- well, the people that don't believe it. I mean, if 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 the the, it works again, both ways, if the jab is was a proto mark at this time last year, you couldn't engage in commerce because you couldn't have a job if you didn't get the jab. If 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 they're doing these things in the military in order to filter things out. Right. Mm -hmm. Then the filtering works. The other the sifting works the other way, too. Right. So if you want to know who your people are, the people that didn't take their po-
0: that didn't take but their poisonous jab or won't take them again. And yet they're still rushing this through with trial, trials. They're going to find all manner of reasons why this is going to be connected to moving on in real life because there aren't no cons- any consequences. You mentioned yeah, conversations are happening. I want jail.
2: I agree with you on that and I'm doing everything I can to force that conversation. Finish your point, Jill. I apologize.
3: Yeah. I was going to say, why, why make Pfizer waste money on trials? Eight mice. Good enough for us. Go, Go ahead and jab them. But when I look at it, Steve, it's like football. They keep running the same play over and over and over again. You have to stop them. We have to get our offense on the field. You have to force them to punt, get their offense off the field because they're telling us, Exactly what they are going to do. We're we're gonna Fauci come out. Oh, you're gonna have a yearly booster. We're gonna keep this up. You guys all need to keep doing this. We know by now what they are trying to get us to do. We have to organize ourselves and get. We need to get a victory. We need to get them off of the field and and stop. The play, we know it's coming. We have to have, like you guys, you and Todd are both right to a certain extent, but we have to start getting victories on our side to make sure it never happens
2: again. Aaron, I saw a headline from ABC News this morning talking about fears of original antigenetic sin, yeah, which if I tweeted about, Blair, did that, by see that? ABC News this morning, <laughs> no, no. if I had tweeted no. that like two months ago, forget last year, if I had tweeted that phrase like two months no, no. ago, I'd have probably been banned. But you, now are ABC you, News is running You're getting
0: it. hope from that? See, I'm gaining despair from that I, because I, it's see, so brazen. Yeah. I'm
2: getting hope because I, I see on our side of the culture war, a lot of people have awoken to this, okay? What I fear is that there's still a lot of people on the other side of this culture war who are also made in the image of God that are going to line up to be killed by their own cult, and that's, that saddens me, and, I, and I'm angry about that, Aaron.
1: Going back to your football analogy, uh, Jill, uh, unfortunately, it seems like more often than not, our offensive coordinator is Brian Ferentz, a.k.a. the Republican Party, and our offense just succeeds in spite of him, not because of him. I'm going to show myself
0: out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, 50-50. I'm 50-50 on this because there are two things, generally speaking and anecdotal, that causes me optimism, and that is, as you've mentioned, and I've been hearing this as well, just blood clots being thrown into regular parlance in in football podcasts. I mean, this is hard to miss right miss right now in the sports world. Uh the number of just hey, that's odd. Hey, that's odd. Hey, that's odd. I don't remember that happening. It's hard to miss. So that kind of just working that into the bloodstream no pun intended of uh, just regular conversation. Okay, you know, that's not something you would have really That's not something you would have really heard about uh, probably a year ago. And then the other thing is the uptake on on jabbing young children as well. Still very low, which I hope that's a good sign. But I'm 50 50 because have we not shown ourselves Has this country not shown it capable of just admitting or acknowledging that something is very, very bad and then just not doing a damn thing about it? You
2: mean, or humanity in,
1: in general? That's that, yeah. Yeah, more fair. That's that's probably more fair. Yeah. Um, that's what gives me pause. So I I guess we'll just, I'm in the, let's just ride this out and play this out. But I'm I'm really 50-50 right now. I'm not sure what could really be, um, what could be a, a tipping point, uh, as we discussed last week with Shannon. I'm not really sure what could be the tipping point because it has to be i think an event that captures everyone's attention
2: let's get to the exit question true or false public health will soon replace abortion as one of the most polarizing partisan issues in the country like you can pretty much tell how someone votes by their position on this that, that was abortion most of our lifetimes right is it public health now like you can just look at a ma- someone wearing a mask or you can just tell don't you don't you just automatically know right now if they're still wearing a mask who they how they voted mm-hmm. in the last election? Yeah, bye. you true. think you think yeah. that's true, yeah. Jill?
3: True, absolutely.
2: Aaron, true. Might I submit that if this is true, if something that is as universally necessary as public health has now become arguably the most polarizing domestic political issue in your culture? Your culture is on an endangered species list right now. Yes. Okay. So let's lighten the mood here at least a little bit while we still can. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Issue four, let's get to our kicker topic. We got the sports gal here. All right. What's your Super Bowl pick and why? Chill, go.
3: I'm going to go with the Bills and the Packers. The Packers for my dad, but the Bills, they played the Chiefs so well last season, and I picked this before they spanked uh, Los Angeles last night. And I just, I love that stiff arm from Josh Allen. He looked fantastic. Uh, but I'm going to have to go with Green Bay over, over the Bills.
0: All right. Was, what do you think, Todd? God bless you. I've seen this Packers story so many times, so they'll be good enough to get right on the the doorstep. I'm going to go with the Cowboys and the Ravens.
2: I could see the Ravens. I'm down on the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of my best bet win totals is the Cowboys under 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. But I'm big on the Ravens. I think I've seen this before. Great head coach with a quarterback in a contract year. Have we seen them pull something like that off before, once before? Yeah. So I'm, I'm big on the Ravens. Uh, there, there's Every year in the NFL since 1990, at least there's been at least five new playoff teams on average. And, I and think Lamar
3: th- didn't get his contract done. So it's going to be this year. That's that what I'm he saying. He, he's in, he, yeah, he's, it he's, it he's in the Joe
2: Flacco big. contract here. That's the analogy yep. I'm making. Yeah. Yep. And so I think the Ravens are almost a guarantee if he stays healthy to be one of those new playoff teams. Aaron, what do you think?
1: I'm going to go uh, Chiefs over the Rams. Total homer pick, but everybody. It's not just just overlooking the Chiefs this year. So many talking heads. And yes, this is their job. Just, just uh, intentionally trying to throw this team under the bus, just in ways that I've never seen. Which fine, okay, if that adds motivation, but they still have a lot of really good players, um, and I, I think that they're going to surprise a lot of people. And I've got them over the uh, the Rams, like I said. I I think the Bills could go like 15 and two, or 14 and three this year, and lose in the first or second round of the playoffs. I I think that I think they could pucker really really hard in the playoffs.
2: I'm going with the Chargers and the Packers. And I think it's Super Bowl 57 this year. That's my pick. Chargers and the Packers. Show me your lightning
1: bolt. All right, let's get to predictions. Aaron, you go first. I believe this is a bold prediction, but I believe that there will be some effort from the old guard of the the Democrats in the Senate to blow up the uh, bill codifying so-called gay marriage into law. I think they see this as an opportunity to fire up their base even more if it did not pass than if it did. Mm. I hope you're correct. Like I want you to be right about that. I didn't. I didn't say successful, but I think there will be an effort. Todd, uh,
0: between now and the election, uh, the National Guard will have to be called out in multiple American cities to quell unrest. But here's the thing: in the, it, like if it happens in Memphis, in an ostensibly red state, the military will not answer the call in that, and they'll fight back. But in California, the military will actually put down that unrest with a vengeance in a dark blue state. All right. I hope you're not right about that. I hope not. uh, Jill.
3: Based on your $6 trillion destroyed in the US economy in the second quarter, I am going to go out on a limb and say the wheels of the economy will actually fall off this fall, quantitative tightening. We've been taking out $45 billion each month since June. Guys, that goes up to $90 billion in six days.
0: Thanks, sunshine. Is that bad? She said it. it, guys. All this and brains, too. If you're she, single, guys.
2: She's, all this and brains, too. Who she, knew, who knew doomsday soothsaying could come in such an attractive package, man? Line it, up. It is
3: weirdly enough my favorite topic. I have been on this since 2008.
2: She's just hell on wheels on a Friday night, guys. <laughs> she said it with such a smile on <laughs> she her She did, face,
0: too. Like she was just interviewing the make-up's guy on, two touchdowns. Makeup's on
2: fleek. Said it with a perfect smile. Yes. <laughs> you're all going broke. all right my prediction next year we will get confirmation that covid19's origins are from bioweapons research we will get confirmation of that next year jill good to see you as always have a good weekend all right you
3: too everybody have a great weekend after that one. keep the
2: sunny side up there jill thank you feedback friday is next here with hour two live and on demand on blaze tv radio and podcast steve dace here with Todders and aaron mcintyre and all of you let us know what you think about what we think via the stevedace.com inbox you can take advantage of it by emailing the show steve at stevedace.com d-e-a-c-e like us on facebook Miwi parlor and gab you can follow me on uh, getter and twitter at steve day show find me on truth social at real steve Dace. there at real steve Dace, you can also find clips of the show free to watch and without any censorship when you go to rumble.com steve day show as well this is i think the final day That you can take advantage of, or at least it's wrapping up this week. I don't know if it runs through Sunday or not, but we have been offering in honor of Labor Day, uh, a repeat of the biggest discount ever for Blaze TV. Take advantage of it when uh, you use the promo code DACE20, my last name, DACE20 at blaze tv.com don't miss any of our overtimes don't miss any of our specials like we did earlier this summer sarah gonzalez daniel horowitz and i on the jab uh don't miss any of glenn beck's outstanding wednesday night mini documentaries that he does as well so much great exclusive content that we produce each and every day uh exclusively for our blaze tv subscribers and if you've been holding out and you're like okay i gotta get in this is a great time to do it. Biggest discount ever right now. Promo code DACE20. Promo code DACE20 when you go to blaze slash DACE. I want to thank all of you that are podcast listeners. Please, if you've yet to do this, leave us a five-star review. Hit subscribe or follow. Thanks to all of you that have done that and have helped to dramatically improve our podcast ratings and rankings here over the last couple of years. Let's get to some feedback Friday, brought to you by our old friends at Omega XL. I know we haven't talked about them in a while, but I'm still a daily user of this product because it is absolutely fantastic. If you are struggling with... Inflammation in your body. And a lot of times that manifests itself as chronic pain, lingering soreness, achiness, stiffness uh, in your back, your arms, your hips, your knees, uh, your feet. Right. That is where Omega XL comes in. It's an all natural anti-inflammatory backed by going on three decades of clinical research. And now over three years that I've been using this on a daily basis i cannot recommend it highly enough i take it with me wherever i go if you want to try it yourself now uh, you can buy one bottle and get another one for free when you visit omegaxl.com steve again go to omegaxl.com steve or you can call them at 800-844-4888 are you guys ready for some feedback friday you bet depends on the feedback at this point. <laughs> That's a good answer. Uh, Let's start with Stan, who says, things I never see on the news. Number one, pro-life Muslims protesting at an abortion clinic. Number two, Hindu relief missions to help Haitians after a hurricane. Number three, Wiccan leader comforting a family after a loved one dies about the hereafter. Number four, atheists protesting in Saudi Arabia against the separation of mosque and state. Uh, And number five, LGBTQFU protesting in Iran against anti-gay, lesbian, transgender laws. Tough, but fair. Yep. It, you, it, Stan, you're correct. And you know the answer to why this is, m- at, at the very least, mostly true. Because game recognize game. Real recognize real. Everybody knows who the true enemy is here. It's the people of the book. The people that believe the Bible. They're the true enemy. Everybody believes that and understands that. They get it. James Dobson, I've said this before, put forth, I thought, one of the the best, pithiest observations I've ever heard in my life. When you boil it all down, there are a lot of isms, there's a lot of ideologies in this world, but when you boil it all down, there's really only two worldviews. God is, or he isn't. That's it. There's really only two. And within those two, there's divisions and debates and sectors and denominations and factions, right? Right? But when you really boil it down, there's really only two worldviews at work on planet Earth. And there really has only been ever two worldviews. God is or he isn't. That's it. And if you're on team isn't, whether it's the worship of a false religion or no religion at all, you game recognize game. You understand. You get who your real enemy is. Right? Right? So you don't, you don't ever, you don't ever punch is it. You don't ever punch isn't. You don't punch is it. You're on team isn't. So you don't punch isn't. You punch is. That's where you punch. You punch is. Andrew Maples writes in January, removed from San Diego to Texas. My wife is a labor and delivery nurse in Anaheim right now. And she's on a 13 week travel contract with her job. The crazy stories that I hear from her confirms why we divorced California. When asking a couple recently whether they would accept blood transfusions, the husband asked if they had vaccinated blood. They wouldn't take the blood unless it was vaccinated because, quote, it changes your DNA, the husband said. Meaning that the stuff that we're not permitted to say on Twitter and Facebook that this thing does to you, he only wanted it for that reason. <laughs> okay. I told my wife that you cannot buy that level of idolatry. No, you can't. Unfortunately, there are many stories that she could tell that are very close to this. Too many people have joined this religion, no matter the facts, data, or anything else. But see, I think this is actually what you and I were just talking about. I think, it, I think if you look at it holistically, I, I would agree with you. But I, I, I don't think you can almost look at anything holistically anymore in America because these are two separate distinct countries at work within this landmass. And that you really have to analyze them singularly now. You, you cannot analyze them. I mean, look at, the, look at the BYU race hoax story. The amount of people in the other America that want it to be true and will still pretend as if it is. They, they want it to be true. But within our America, there has clearly been a sizable debt in the credibility of these jabs in particular, for sure. And then we can debate the macro credibility of this um, initiative and endeavor or enterprise as a whole. But on the other side, I, I do fear that there is no data that they could be introduced to. And it's going to cause a lot of pain and a lot of suffering. And a lot of heartache for people that I don't agree with. And in the arena of ideas, I feel a conviction to defeat. But that I also simultaneously recognize where every bit is made in the image of God as me. And are every bit as loved and as being willing to suffer for by Christ as I am. And it makes me simultaneously sad and mad. I was raised in a Christian household, but was off doing my own thing for years, and then I got my girlfriend pregnant. Being pro life based on my Christian upbringing, abortion was never even hinted at from me. I begrudgingly decided I needed to marry her for the good of the kids. Your show and the objective claim argument about the divinity of Jesus, either he walked out of the tomb or he didn't. Forced me to humble myself before God, and he responded by giving me peace about our new family, who God has blessed by giving us now a second child. Your objective claim was just the start of the epistemological path I navigate the world through. Good use of that word, by the way. Right at the height of the leaked Roe decision, my wife, who is still not a believer, found out she was pregnant again. He means the Dobbs decision overturning Roe, so back in June. Even though we were, she was pregnant again, even though we were using contraception, this is now where the Catholic to my right um, will um, laugh after having had a hard time with the pregnancy of our second child. She told me that she was making an appointment to terminate the pregnancy of our third and she needed me to support her. I literally stopped what I was doing and recited the lament you guys have on the show all the time about how in Genesis, the snake tempted Eve, but it was Adams supporting her decision by not telling her that what she was doing was wrong. And worse, going along with it, that is what separated us from God, that the lack of Adam's leadership, that he was given this, this position of headship. I have given you the earth, now go forth, subdue it, meaning rule it. Bring it under your dominion, that's what that means. Go forth, be fruitful, multiply. Adam did not show that dominion. He handed his dominion over to the enemy. Praise be to God that after getting multiple people in my Bible studies involved in praying about this specifically and having and, and after having some very, unfortunately, curt conversations and her threats of divorce and being told I'm forcing her into a handmaid's tale. The other day. She started just telling people that we were expecting again. If it hadn't been for your show and commitment to orthodoxy, I know that the temptation to just pull a pile and say, I wash my hands of this would have been a much stronger force. You've talked about being born to a 15 year old mom, and I don't remember what was in relation to that exactly, but that was the moment I knew for sure that I was actually operating in a Christ like love with her by refusing to let her have my quote support and instead being an opposing force. Being pro-life since, as long as I can remember, I can argue policy. I can argue how things ought to be, but it was the intangibles that you guys bring through Scripture and your lament that men aren't stepping up that the Holy Spirit would bring to my mind anytime I had a doubt about being so oppositional. I'm still not the man I want to be, but glory to God and blessing to you guys for forcing me to be the man my children and wife needed me to be. Thank you for what you do. May God continue to bless your work. P.S., we don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet, but if it's a boy, you guys are going to have to draw straws for his first name. <laughs> if it's a girl, I'd like to name her after your mom. Her decision is a tangible reason for this child's existence. And I, um, I chose to withhold his name on my own.
0: What a gift to be able to work Got on this show because of that that something three guys in a room do here is somehow that flickering light in the darkness that calms the tempest it it's a gift that i'll never be able to pray to be able to do this via steve via god um and it's an honor uh to play a role and it's that level of conviction and the imposing of the Holy Spirit. That is why its absence is the eyes to see ears to hear is why the things I've said on the show so far about my, uh, my lack of belief that things are going to get better on certain fronts, because I don't see that there. And nothing short of that is going to turn the tide on multiple issues, not just your personal issue on life, on every other issue we're talking about, because it's all demonic. It's all the spirit of the age. It's not politics. Mm-hmm. Politics is actually dead. Mm-hmm. We don't practicing politics anywhere, anywhere.
2: Meaning the the, the pursuit of a technocratic yeah. difference in policy. Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing that. I, I got I to gotta tell you, I held on to that email for a few weeks because I wanted to wait until I thought I could keep it together reading it it's beautiful in public and uh, it's beautiful I almost failed my own test there but um, brother if you're listening right now I'm going to give you some advice as much as we'd all be honored if you named your baby after one of us or my mama my best advice would be that you go to that wife of yours and you tell her You pick the name. Give her even more of an attachment and more of an intimate connection with the baby that she was seriously contemplating killing. I I think that would actually be the most prudent course of action. Do you have somebody in your family you'd like to name our baby after? Right? Right? could also just be i mean it, it isn't isaac translated as laughed or laughter or something along mm-hmm. those lines because sarah laughed mm-hmm. when god told her she was going to have a baby or something along those lines so you know i don't know i mean we we chose we did not originally choose zoe's name to be zoe i was working out on a treadmill reading a book and uh and and found out that zoe was is actually the term in John 14, 6, when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, the Aramaic word he speaks there is, is, a, is a form of zoe. It means life from God. And that's when I'm like, that's when we got to go with that, you know? So it could be something significant to your situation, but in my, in, in my best advice to you would to, would to make the naming of that baby as personal to your bride as you possibly could. That would be my advice.
0: I have one offering, uh, on behalf of my wife, and it fits so perfectly, uh, since this is pretty much, uh, death turned to life, uh, in the scripture, uh, if we had another, if we had another daughter, it came too late, but my, my wife said for sure that I would raise, uh, name my daughter this, uh, Talitha, because the words of our Lord, when he brought a little girl from death to life was Talitha Kum. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I offer you that.
2: If it's a girl, another good name, Soteria. Does not that mean salvation? I believe in Greek, right? But, but, but again, we could come up with a lot of them. I would strongly urge you to have your wife intimately involved in that process. For sure. To, to, to cement further that connection. And it's, I mean, I just, my wife's at a conference this week. And so last night, I was up until about 1130 listening to the uh, Bills-Rams game on SiriusXM. I I, I just love me some Kevin Harlan, man. He's good. I mean, I I could, I know I've said this about uh, Emily Blunt. For different reasons, let me clarify, okay? I could listen to Kevin Harlan read a phone book, okay? I, I just love that guy, all right? So I'm listening to him and Kurt Warner call the game, and Kurt Warner's actually getting real mad that the Bills are still running the quarterback when they're up by three touchdowns. They know that he keeps repeating it. They know they got 16 more games left, right? And then, then an entire playoff. Okay, you're winning the game. Stop it. And he was getting like really mad. It was kind of funny. I've never heard Kurt Warner get mad before. He was very, he was getting quite miffed that the Bills kept running Josh Allen last night when they're up by two or three touchdowns. But anyway, I'm I'm listening to this game last night and I'm 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 playing my NCAA football 14 with this year's rosters. I'm playing out the season. Why do I bring that up in relationship to this conversation? I am not anything special, guys. I'm just a dude wearing a no shirt, okay? I mean, I'm I'm not doing anything special here or anything different that any of the rest of you could not do. Maybe you couldn't do it on a platform of this magnitude because you don't have access to it. But, you know, as Luther once said, if God chose to speak out of the back ass of a donkey,
0: he can speak through me. You know, I mean... And it's more important that you guys do it yeah. than the three of us. Yeah. It really is. It'd be a whole different ball game. I don't. There's two
2: reasons why we are so paramount about analyzing and discussing things on this program through a biblical worldview lens. Number one, it's because it's the prime directive of the show. It's, that's, it's, it's our moral, intellectual, theological, philosophical, ideological. It's the plumb line. But, but there's another more practical reason, too. Because as Rocky once put it in Rocky IV, if I can change, then you can change. Okay? If I can do this, if I can do this, kid born to a 15-year-old mom flunked out of college because they don't hand out degrees for super tech mobile who met his wife in a dial-up proto aol tinder chat room if i can do this almost literally anybody with full motor function can do it almost anybody within the sound of my voice right now can say here i am lord send me almost anybody It's important for, for folks, you folks to see someone like us doing this, so that you're like, that dude likes pumpkin spice like he's a plain white girl, okay? That's not some specifically anointed prophet or apostle with some super training and some super anointing, okay? That's just Amos the Goat Herder. Yeah, it, I, all I have is just a willingness. That's it. I just have a willingness. And you can have that willingness too. Because letters like this is why we do this show this way. It's, it's not to impact elections. I don't have a problem impacting elections. I've spent a lot of time in my career impacting them. But as C.S. Lewis put it once, aim for heaven, you'll get her thrown in. Aim for earth, and you'll get neither. And it's to see and to read and to experience stories like that. That's why we do this. And that's why you should do this. So that you don't miss out on an opportunity to play a part in the greatest story ever told. Tim and Ashburn, Virginia writes, I just wanted to let you know I'm about halfway through the, reading your opening argument for Rise of the Fourth Reich and already I've been moved to share it with others. I've already pre-ordered the book. May order extra copies to pass out. As for sharing the opening argument, I took the liberty of leaving a copy in plain sight where I work. Nice. I happen to work at the Washington... But hey, wait till you see where you work. So you guys ready for this? It just so happens I work at the Washington Navy Yard in Washington, That's D.C. Cool. My man! I am a federal employee. Before that, I was a contractor also working here at the yard. I started back in 2011. I've seen the best and worst that people have to offer. I will spare you the details, but a simple Google search of the Washington Navy Yard's recent history will explain. So back to sharing the document, I expect one of three things will happen. Number one, someone will find it, consider it trash and throw it away. Number two, someone will pick it up and start reading it, become interested and take it with them. Number three, someone will pick it up, start reading it, get angry because they are a COVID stand cultist and report it to security. There's a crazy voice in my head saying, man, I hope it's number three. Let's find out. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yep. Let's find out. I just didn't want to rock the boat. Loses in every history book ever. That's not my place to say anything. Loses in every history book ever oh, I just want to be left alone loses in every history book ever Dave writes thanks for all your great work you guys are exactly right we are the problem or maybe most specifically the church is the problem please don't ever stop calling out the flaccid effeminate pastors that are out there however if we in the church are the problem and we are then we are also the solution We are in this place because we have neglected God and we will only get to a better place if we return to him. And one more thing, if you all went to churches where they sing the Psalms on a regular basis, I bet you a year's supply of Built Bars, you'd be post-millennial in short order. I will say, I don't know anybody who goes to a church that sings the Psalms that is not like hyper-reformed. I don't know if singing the Psalms makes you hyper-reformed or once you become hyper-reformed, that's then your thing is to sing the Psalms, but there has been a, there is somewhat of a, cor- a correlation or I'm just not sure if it's a causation, Dave. Okay. Uh, I got to tell you though. I mean, we think of the Psalms as, you know, poetry set to music, Selah, um, you know, heartfelt worship. And, it, and And that is contained within all of those things, right? Man, (laughs) since since I did did this to the the poor folks in Chattanooga a month ago, I I started off my message reading those verses of Ezekiel about ejaculate and members just to freak them all out and just say, psych, we're not really doing that. I did do that. Did I not tell you guys I did that? No. No. I did it. I I told you for years, I've said, I want to do this to an audience. I did this to the the poor people of Chattanooga. I did. I, I said, open up your Bibles. I think it's Ezekiel 23. And then Israel lusted after her lovers. And slept with, with men whose men penises were like donkeys and ejaculate was like horses. And I just let it linger there to see the looks on their faces. It's, it's, it's psych. We're not doing that. Just kidding. For my next trick. <laughs> Try the veal. <laughs> for my next trick, what I might do is open it up. I, you know, some imprecatory psalm. And for today's scripture reading, these are the words of David. Lord God, smite my enemies. Let me watch their downfall from where I stand. Right? I can't even imagine your sweater vested, pleated khaki, American, soft-headed effeminate pastor walking you through the imprecatory sections of the Psalms. Good night. One of two things is happening. All right? Either he just stops because he can't process it and he literally just and just like melts down right there at the pulpit or two his wife's pregnant in about nine months. Matt in the free state of Florida says, I know this might be an elementary question. You got them? Did you do the math there? You got, <laughs> yeah. Picking up what I'm laying down? Okay. I know this might be an elementary question, but as a Christian, how do we work toward the cultivation of revival? When it would appear that the majority of the country, at least in my view, would prefer that we bust. I've struggled for months over this because I know that as a follower of Christ, I'm supposed to go in the world and carry the gospel. But I'm also aware of Jesus telling his disciples, in essence, that when the people you are speaking to aren't receptive to the message, to move on to the next place you are called to. It seems that at every turn, things continue to grow darker and people continue to be less and less receptive. I am hoping you guys can give some insight as you, Todd and Aaron, typically give solid answers to these types of questions. So my first thing, Matt, is ultimately your life purpose is to glorify God. So if you, and I don't know your age, Matt, I don't know if you're our age, if you're older, if you're 85 years old listening to us right now and you're sick, you're in a hospice or you think you're heading there, you've got a terminal illness, I promise you. If there is breath in your body and the ability to form a cognitive thought, it is because there is at least one more thing for God that God has for you to do on this earth. You have not finished your race. Finish your race. In my own personal prayer time, I pray this more than anything else. I have seen so many men who when they reach right about my age... After they were on fire, just pop in the clutch, hit the cruise control, and then in in about 10 to 20 years, you barely recognize the men that they once were. You see this a lot in the scriptures. A lot of of times in the Bible, the men don't finish the race. So finish your race. Your job is to deliver a message. Not necessarily be concerned about how it's received. And yeah, you're not obligated to sit there and beat your head against a wall all the time. So move on to the next wall. But you are obligated, while you're, never, you're not obligated to continue trying to win people over that don't want to be won and have made it plain, you're not, however, free of the obligation to continue to try to win people over. It just might be a different people. So finish your race. That's very important, especially to the men. Finish the race. Number two, the lesson of history, Matt, has always been committed minorities are what win culture wars. Whether it's 110 people in the upper room in Jerusalem, whether it's 56 signers to the Declaration of Independence, whether it's 300 for Gideon or Thermopylae, it is always committed minorities that end up winning culture wars, that end up exacting the most change in any society. We've seen this play out in our own. I have no idea what the politicized portion of the, of the LGBTQFU community is. I don't know how many of them are politically weaponized. I do know, however, they have made up, until this most recent era, a scant single-digit percentage of the population. Like, low single-digit. Like, in the last census in 2020, or in 2010, I believe, I don't think we have the 2020 numbers yet, in 2010, 2.5% of American households identified as LGBT or Q. Two and a half percent in 2010. Has there been a more devastatingly effective sector or segment in America's culture war than those folks?
0: I hate to say it, but now they're They've, running the entire they, White they, House. They, they,
2: they took over everything. Leather daddies just speak in front of the White House lectern now with the White House logo over their shoulder. So it's always committed minorities. It's always been this way. So from a historical standpoint, if we are in the number situation that you fear, then history says, provided we have real conviction, we got them right where we want them. <laughs> All right. How many pilgrims were on the Mayflower? Do you know the answer to that? This wasn't Christopher Columbus coming over in three ships, man. One, ra- ra- one raggedy boat, rickety boat. There was just about 100 of them. And half of them died either on the boat or the first year they were here. All they did was found the country. So yeah, if you got the right conviction, you got them right where you want them. Got a note yesterday from someone that said, listen, we were, you know, potty training our puppy, had some urine accidents in the room, and I've had the carpets here shampooed so many times, still can't quite get the smell out, took you up on the whole Eden Pure air purifier thing, and I could not even believe it. The smell is just completely gone. The stuff really works. It does really work, man. I mean, I put it to the test, you know, with my poker uh, buddies, with my... Uh, teenage boy and all the hormones and secretions that go along with that, particularly when they've been doing football and off-season conditioning since the summer began. Um, No filters. I did ask the client when they first came on board, hey, how does that work? And they gave me like this really impressive answer, none of which I really understood, right? So it works. That's How does it do that though, Steve? It doesn't that's that's my answer is that technical enough it, it just does it. Is that okay
0: whatever keeps the coattails growing yeah brother. i mean
2: i just i don't i don't i don't know the, the the answer they gave me was beyond my mediocre intellectual uh capacity but it does work ball bearings um, <laughs> it's all ball bearings these days thank you fletch yes nice reference uh whether it's odors mold uh lingering stinkies Viruses or more, uh, they are going to meet their match with the Eden Pure Air Purifier, the Thunderstorm Air Purifier. Uh, you can get get them in packs of three and get them for two hundred bucks. That's two hundred dollars off. So I think if you did the math, that's like fifty percent off. It's two hundred bucks and two hundred bucks off. Isn't that fifty percent, right? Math is hard. The look on your face was like, "Don't ever do that to me again." <laughs>
0: math
2: is hard. <laughs> I was informed reliably there would be no math. Uh, take advantage of this offer at EdenPureDeals.com. Use the code Steve3. Get it because it's a three pack. Uh, use the code Steve3 to get the uh, three pack for 200 bucks. Save 200 bucks. And shipping is free. EdenPureDeals.com, code Steve3. Back to some, uh, fee, uh, some feedback Friday. Christian Burnett says, I am from Floyd, Virginia. And I, was, and I, and I and was wanting to ask what is needed in order to turn our state deeper red. What leverage can we use to force our politicians here to act more like Ron DeSantis? I'm 25, so I don't know much about politics, but I want to punch these demons in the mouth peaceably. Appreciate all you guys do. Now, I don't know if this is the right answer, Christian, but it's the answer that I came to several years ago after getting my ass kicked And primary after primary after primary after primary around this once great nation. It dawned on me, you know... Maybe my own people are the problem. And so I embarked on a course that admittedly did not land me invites on the major mainstream conservative media speaker tour. Fair. Fair. Yeah, didn't land me any of those. Okay. Like my name does not come up when people are like, oh, who do we get to fill out our conference? No. No. It's not like, well, we got Jared Kushner doing the keynote. You know, who do we have speak in the morning? Name Steve Days doesn't come up. Or if it does, they look at you like you've got a seventh eye. Okay. Uh, but it did help me get more emails like the one from the gentleman that I got that we read just a little while ago. It did It did give me more of an impact. So I'm going to go with that strategy. I decided to actually turn from spending the majority of my time trying to own the lips and instead went to radicalizing the cons. And you see this, for example, in the New Testament. Even if you've never been to a church before, you have probably heard of Jesus feeding the 5,000 with a single loaf of bread and a single fish, right? And in the midst of this, he begins to give a homily, preach a sermon. So the people are now eating the the manifestation of his miracle. They are being nourished by his miracle. And he begins to preach to them, um, if you want to come after me, if you want to follow me, you must eat of my flesh, drink of my blood. And the people are like, what in the Sam Hill is this? And they, they eject. After they filled their bellies, of course. But they begin to eject. Now, Jesus does not go after the ones who are walking away. And say, come back, Shane. Come back. I love you so much. And this is a seeker-friendly ministry. That's not what he does, actually. With the Lord who cannot demonstrate who, who, any greater love than laying down his life for his friends, who were his enemies at the time. What he does instead is he turns to his disciples and tests their commitment. And he basically says, hey, these are your peers. Maybe members of your family, your community. These are your peeps. You going to roll with them. You going to abandon me too. Peter responds, where will we go, Lord? You have the words that bring eternal life. And it dawned on me one day, huh? Maybe it might be smart to emulate the tactics deployed by the most powerful being in the freaking universe. Thoughts. That's my TED talk. I suggest we should try to emulate as many of our deeds, tactics, thoughts, and motivations as we can in alignment with the most powerful being in all of existence. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Thoughts. Is there a Can you think of something that might be more shrewd or clever than that?
0: It's a bold strategy, Cotton. (laughs) Sounds pretty
2: How many times have I been attacked for not being pragmatic? I'm like, I don't know, man. You tell me what's pragmatic other than I'm going to copy off the guy who gets an A on every test. I'm just going to copy his answers. I'm not even going to study. I'm not even going to try. Hey, just show me. He's going to willingly let me see his test. He's going to do the test And then willingly give me the answers that ace every test. I'm just going to look over his shoulder and copy his answers. That's what I'm going to do. That's what he did. So that's what I've tried to emulate on this show for the last several years. Admittedly, it is a different model than what you get from a lot of other people that do this for a living. Okay? Admittedly. And admittedly, whether it will turn out to be successful or not in the grand scheme of things is still very much up for debate. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay? But I will say this: I will take feedback like I read from the man who was able to stop his wife from terminating their pregnancy 10 minutes ago, over all the mainstream. Big ticket event, conservative ink, speaker engagements, you can count. Because that's the stuff that really makes an impact and matters. So Christian, radicalize your people. That's what I would suggest doing. Adequately radicalize the people that are already on the right path. Operation Spinal Tap, as Todd likes to quote quite often, ours goes up to 11. All right? Dial it up. That level of radicalism. And no, I'm not worried about violent outbursts and things of that nature because there's, that's not a biblical worldview. Like, I'm not worried about that at all. That's not, um i'm not this is I'm not preaching Islam, so I'm not worried about uh, um, people acting senselessly violent in response to radicalization that's the that's other religions, not mine. When we get sufficiently radicalized in this faith, we lay down our own lives for our cause. We don't take others unless it's self-defense. My wife and I are both MIT engineers and she co opted in Colorado. We had lived in Massachusetts for three decades after graduation, but I took a big pay cut to come here from my then 13, 13 and 10 year old boys because I could not see them being raised in a Massachusetts environment, even though we homeschool. And of course I knew my voice counted for nothing there. So, never, so I've never been, on a, been to a school board meeting, but the county commissioners, they all knew me by name. We actually moved my now 91-year-old mother-in-law from Long Island to live with us two years ago. And I have told my wife because of my mom's dementia, we might end up being stuck here, but I don't want our boys to be. We are in God's hands, but what what would your general political advice be for people in places like Colorado, which is undergoing the same process you have seen in the last decade in Iowa, but in reverse? Colorado has now complete mail-in ballots, and thus there is no longer a margin of cheating on a statewide scale, and we will never probably have fair elections here again. Do you think it is worthwhile to stay and fight in a Utah or Pennsylvania or states like that, or just pack it in there as well? Have all conservatives move into what are the confederated States and write the rust belt off. I grew up right on the Ohio Pennsylvania line and know a lot of Democrats. There are more conservative than Massachusetts Republicans, but I believe they will continue to vote democratic until it is far too late. Keep up the good work. I know some people have followed your advice to move years ago. And have seen their new states turn blue, even like Texas is trying to be. That is from Jim. So, Jim, I've not even gotten into, Jim Rudd, I should say. I've not even gotten into what to do. Colorado, and I'll I'll trust you, I've not looked at it, you know. And the last time I truly studied political trends, Colorado was about the last really true purple 50-50 state left in the union, where literally it was a flip of a coin every election the way that it would go i'm not forgive me i don't have an answer for plights like yours yet because the reality is that if we see another six million people in 2024 in california vote for donald trump for president or anything close to that only to absolutely shellacked by another 30 points One of my one of favorite, maybe my favorite Christmas Rankin-Bass Christmas special is Twas the Night Before Christmas. Joel Grey, Even a Miracle, Needs a Hand. Love that song. Just love that special. You ever seen that one? Mm-hmm. I love that one. Very underrated. It's probably my favorite Rankin-Bass one. Okay. One of the lines, because I've, I've literally seen this show like 700 times. One of the lines is, from uh, from the, the dad mouse. Like they say, when we come to a tall piece of cheddar, best to start from the top. Okay. If, if we can't get even a million of those six million people to get the hell out of there and go someplace where their citizenship matters, then with all due respect to you and the great people of Colorado, I don't... I don't have anything.
0: Does that make sense? That's what my lament was earlier. I, mean, if, if, I if, agree. If, if
2: if if we're gonna watch Donald Trump get another six million votes in twenty twenty four, or Ron DeSantis, if you prefer, only to lose by thirty points. I don't. What to do if you live in Colorado? I I don't know, man. I I don't know. I mean I I mean. That's why I'm picking, I'm starting with the most obvious places. Let's just start with three obvious ones. Three. California, New York, Illinois. Now there's more, like Massachusetts, Connecticut. Let's just start with just those three.
0: You've got both coasts and the heartland covered. Yes, yeah,
2: and, and there are places around you where you could go and yeah. your citizenship would matter. Yeah. I think Nevada will, tilt, will flip red this election, for example. Okay, that's just the next state over, Arizona. Next state over from California, Illinois is 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 literally a a communist bastion in the midst of this increasingly red rust spell. I mean, it's a hop, skip, and a jump, man, from the Catskills to Pennsylvania. You know, I mean, if we can't if we can't do that level of migration to get the hell out of those hell holes, that I. I can't even begin to contemplate and plan out what we do with states that are 50-50 but trending wrong like Colorado. we got to start here at the top. Get out. Get out of there. Why are you there? Unless you absolutely have to be. Why? There cannot be 6 million people in California that all had to stay because Nana can't be moved. Can't be 6 million of you. Fair? Fair. Can't be 6 million of you. So why are you there? Our friends over at Rough Greens know that if you're a dog owner, taking care of your pet means more than just giving him fruit and water. The dog's a big part of your family. Its health and happiness is important to you. And that's why you're looking for a supplement for your pet. For the same reason that you're taking a lot of supplements these days. Why are you, I hope, taking at least 8,000 IUs of vitamin D every day? Because you're not getting it from your diet the way that you used to in previous generations because that stuff's been stripped out the vitamins minerals and nutrients a lot of it that we need because of the way we process food today that's why humans were taking so many supplements they've done the same thing to your puppy's chow as well and now there's a supplement for your dog it's called rough greens you mix it into your dog's food and restore the vitamins minerals and nutrients it needs but you might be wondering what if my dog doesn't like the taste what if i don't see an impact on my dog the last thing i need in the let's go brain and economy is another useless expense we agree That's why we're going to give you the first 14-day jumpstart bag for free when you go to roughgreens.com. R-U-F-F for roughgreens.com. You pay for the shipping so that you are at least a little pot committed here, but we're going to pick up the big expense of the bag and then see if you don't see a difference in your pet in two weeks or less on us when you go to roughgreens.com or you can call them at 833-ROUGH-DOG. Want to remind you one last time before we check out of here this week, our biggest discount ever, because we're going to stick around here in a minute and tape today's overtime for Blaze TV subscribers. Our biggest discount ever is back this week, and then it expires at the end of this week. Dace 20 is the promo code. Dace 20. D-E-A-C-E. When you go to blazetv.com slash Dace and sign up for a Blaze TV subscription, use the promo code Dace 20 to get 20% off now. That's double the typical discount that we offer with, that, with the BlazeTV.com slash Dace landing page. Now with the promo code DACE20, 20% off. Don't miss any of the exclusive stuff we do each broadcast day for Blaze TV or any of the rest of the team here does, including Glenn's outstanding Wednesday night specials and more. BlazeTV.com slash Dace. Use the promo code DACE20. That's going to do it for us. We are going to stick around and do the overtime for subscribers and then check out for the weekend. We'll see the rest of you all again on Monday. Enjoy the weekend. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.